You know, I'm sitting here getting all ready to do the show, and now it's uh, it's up for grabs. I think I'm playing music today. What? And Go you know, you know what would really be great? But, of course, we can't do it because uh, we work for a bum fork operation. There's all those great jingles I got back there. But I can't play them because they're on cart, and our cart machine died. Do we have a, a cart machine that works in this joint? No. Oh, cart machines, they went out. Yeah, well, guess what? All our stuff is on cart. What a shame. We may have to play music with our uh, with our new jingles like uh, this. It's Dave in Miami Town. All right. At 560 WQAM. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we got all those great CKLW jingles and WLS and the old QAM jingles from back when this was a really popular station, which it isn't anymore. But tri- I have never in my life heard anything human make a sound like that. Fat Joe is in there blowing it and his nose, too. I, You know, it's like a cartoon thing. You know what I'm saying? In other words, like I've said before, cartoons, like in Batman, uh, wham, pow, uh, there are sounds that nobody really makes in real life. There are people with orange and purple hair. And that was a sound that, like, living and breathing humans don't make. But uh, Fat Joe in there is blowing it big time and his nose, too. Speaking of blowing, by the way, how's Maddie doing? Well, we got the message across last night. Anybody see that show on Whammy? No. I did. I also saw the little, uh, I don't know what you call it, that embarrassing little piece that Maddie Lesham... See, nobody else in the world would ever do that. That would be like my coming on here here this morning and playing a message from Greg Reed before the show started saying, Well, uh, you know, Neil Rogers says I'm a cheap bastard and I lie a lot and I uh, haven't paid George's bonus and that we're a bunch of wannabes, et cetera, and so on. But I wish him well and here's his show and he's uh, an asshole. Something like that. Night, by the way, even though it's not very exciting watching somebody read an article, but it was a great article and I liked it. And it said what needed to be said. And so the, the uh, card is gone and the cap is gone. I told you. There's a message in there. It's not being done just to be outrageous, just uh, to be an asshole. It's being done to send a message. And I think in the four hours yesterday, we conveyed the message. Marijuana is a very, very benign uh, piece of crap. Meaningless. It's, uh, it's not even worth talking about. It's so silly. The marijuana law. There's reefer madness all right in this country. The government and law enforcement, they're the ones who suffer from reefer madness. They're crazy about it. They're, they're psychotic. They need mental help about it. Because it's a cottage industry, of course, combating it, enforcing these laws. And I'm thinking to myself coming to work this morning, well, how come if marijuana is so bad for you and the government is so concerned about, just like with cigarettes, warning the Surgeon General has determined that faggots may be dangerous to your health? Well, we know that. Oh, speaking of faggots, by the way, you know that maniac from, uh, um, where the hell is he from, Kansas? Yeah, he's from Kansas is going to be the one that boycotts all the uh, funerals of anybody gay. They're going to be showing up in uh, Wyoming. You know who I'm talking about. They, that preacher. Yeah. That crazy preacher. Is there? Of course, that's redundant, isn't it? Crazy preacher. The, he's the love-filled Christian guy? Yeah, the love-filled Christian guy that shows up at, at, at funerals of gay people, and then they run around with all these crazy signs and a pervert and God said this and uh, God's punishment. Uh, this man's uh, Phelps. Isn't that his name? Yeah, the Reverend Phelps. Because all these homophobic assholes are reverends. But nevertheless, when you get a candy bar, does it say on a candy bar anywhere on the wrapper, warning, the Surgeon General has determined that sugar may lead to obesity, diabetes, coronary artery disease, and uh, maybe death, dental disease, etc. and so on, tooth decay, brain decay, erratic behavior, 
hyperactivity in children. Are any of those warnings on uh, uh, candy bar? No. Boxes uh, cereal loaded with sugar? No. no. The government doesn't give a crap about us. It's all, it's all for show. It's all pretense. But they justify this marijuana business by saying, well, it's bad for you and it's, uh, you know, hallucinogenic. How about caffeine when you go out and get uh, a coffee? When you go to the diner and they give you a cup of coffee, do they give you a sheet of paper that says, warning, the Surgeon General says that caffeine may be hazardous to your health and make you hyper and psychotic and give you the Hershey squirt and stuff like that. Do they uh, tell you that? No. No. So they selectively are uh, trying to be good for us. That's right. They pick and they choose. And they get hysterical and they whip everybody up into a frenzy. Oh, this is bad. This is evil in our young kids. Once you start uh, smoking one joint, if you inhale one time, you're going to be doing LSD and heroin and uh, all this other crap. Now come to find out, what are the kids dying from? They're, they're sniffing, uh, did you see that air freshener and all this other crazy stuff? Because society has taught them that, uh, you know, it's great. you got to get high. you got to get high. I mean, what the hell's life without getting high? This is what they learned from their parents and their grandparents. And all these other crazy people who know nothing about getting... Uh, that, that's all they know is get high. On what? I work for WQAN. That's good enough for me. Oh! Gets me a big high every day. Well, maybe twice a month when that paycheck comes through. It's a big high. High. Yeah, so there you go. God, what a bunch of garbage. So there you go, Maddie. The uh, cap is gone. And, you know, you have to... What you have to do to deal with people like this is make them feel like they won. He won something. I conceded. I took the cap off. Well, yeah, but I did a whole four-hour show here yesterday on legalization of marijuana, and it made a lot of sense. So you didn't win anything, but if it makes you feel better to feel that you won something and that there was some kind of a battle of uh, the minds going on there, great, more power to you, okay? And go back to Israel, you asshole. Well, did I mention that... Uh, He's an asshole. Did I mention that yet today, Matty Lesham? I mean, you're, you're an industry joke. Everybody in the in any industry, I'm not talking about television, forget about that. Anybody like in the shoe repair business knows you're a jackass. Forgetting about television, which you got nothing to do with. So we'll find out if maybe anybody saw that show last night and saw the postcard, this big controversial card. Evidently, Terry Jackson at the Herald thought it was important enough that they put another article in the paper today. Where the hell is it? What'd I do with that? Uh, I got so much. Neil at night, back on air at Whammy, host and spat. That's how important it was. Was there anybody in this audience that saw that show last night? No. That saw the postcard with the joints in the ellipse? No. There you go. Because nobody's watching that station. Because when you have the same newscast on 72 times and the same old washed-out episodes of MASH on 400 times, it's not conducive to too many people tune in. Plus, the NBA's on strike. Oh! All right. Serve them right. Ten minutes. Yeah, we're waiting for the heat games. Well, you got a long wait, sweetheart. Ten minutes each. Hey, yeah. Grab my junior, honey. Seen at 560 WQAM. So anybody out there in this audience see that whammy show at 1030 last night? No. Did they see the big uh, postcard that there was all the big contretemps about? No. Are, they run, are all our kids running around smoking weed today and uh, going to uh, all, all certain parts of town to buy it? I almost said Liberty City. They don't have to go to Liberty City. You can come right down here. Come to the station. We'll give you an autographed picture, and you can wander around in the neighborhood. And there's lots of uh, Jamaicans all over here selling the good stuff. Sprayed with Piroquat. You'll be dead by noon. But at any rate, yeah, there's, see, there's, there's no impact because there's nobody watching that show. I don't even know why I talk about them at all on this show. Articles in the newspaper. Uh, Terry Jackson writes a follow-up in the Herald today. I, I come on here this morning thinking that maybe people saw that. And, uh, all you do is look at this postcard. For example, Terry Jackson writes, The, uh, the mini tempest resulted in, uh, et cetera and so on. Uh, Rogers agreed to put away an Amsterdam postcard that had offended the station. How could it offend the station if it could be on there for 27 minutes last night? 
But if it's uh, only on during the context of a discussion about the subject, but Maddie says it can't be a decoration in the studio. So in other words, if it's if it's on the air, you assume that anybody who might see it is listening to the uh, discussion that's going on. And, of course, we know that everybody who watches television is always listening carefully to every word, hanging on the words, right? No. Of course not. Which shows you on the, on the face of it how ridiculous it is. Art Bell, by the way, is off the air. Those of you witch doctor people out there, you know Art Bell? NBC is obsessed with Art Bell, by the way. They did a thing last week about him on uh, the Today Show. I'm just uh, surfing the channels because I've never seen any show more boring in my life than the Today Show. And any person more boring than Matt Lauer, by the way. What is the big deal with him? Because he's on television? Oh, Matt Lauer's getting married. You know what? Who cares? Who cares? He is as sexless as a fruit fly, as boring as dog dung. Matt Lauer. But he's on television, dummy. Oh, excuse me. So anyway, Art Bell uh, comes on uh, evidently last night or whenever. And it's interesting because they had all the cameras there, so it was like prearranged. Not that it was a publicity stunt to announce that, uh, well, because of his family and he can't tell anybody why, but it's not a publicity stunt, it's his last broadcast on air. Maybe the Martians are coming to take him off in outer space since that's the kind of show that he does. And one of the thing that really got me, he's on, he was on 400 stations with 10 million uh, potential listeners. Art Bell. Putting irresponsible people on there, talking about being bitten by vam uh, vampires and all kinds of other bizarre things, and the uh, spaceship is on the way. I mean, just the most irresponsible nonsense. But he's off because uh, the Martians are... Whatever the hell the story is. Maybe, he, maybe he's uh, drinking uh, Kool-Aid or he's eating uh, tapioca pudding or something today. Maybe he's doing his Do-Re-Mi's. I have no idea. And speaking of Do-Re-Mi's, yesterday... All you people at the networks out there, I hope you're really proud of yourselves because once again we saw, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that Tammy Faye for once in her life was right when she said... The media is sick and needs help badly. Here's this crazy thing going on up there in Conyers, Georgia, which, thank God, it's the last one, by the way, because Virgin Mary's tired of the food up there. She likes the chow better in Batavia, New York. She's moving here next year or someplace else. Here are these crazy, crazy people up there to hear the message from the Virgin Mary. The overwhelming majority of them, by the way, I'd say about 90% old women and a few younger women and about uh, 10 men and a few little kids that got dragged along for the ride because they couldn't afford a babysitter. And the media covers this like, like it's a real news story. It was on every network to news telecast last night. It was on CNN every hour on the hour all day yesterday. And, and you know how these people, especially on CNN especially when they got two of them sitting there, two of the anchors, and they, they pass comment back and forth. They make editorial comments and stories. Oh, what a horrible story that was. And gee, You know, they always have editorial comments, but when it comes to anything that has to do with religion, or in this case, pseudo-religion, they are scared craplessly. They don't dare say a word. And they sit there with a straight face like, like this is a real story, like, well, these people come looking for a comfort and healing. A... These are crazy people. How come when we had the Do-Re-Mi people, who were crazier than a bed bug, and, they, you know, they found all the bodies, how come they, uh, you know, passed judgment on that? Without really coming out and saying it, they're, they're, these people are crazier than hell, and they're all dead. Man, they, they were chasing the Bill Haley Comet. Is what they were chasing. And he's dead, by the way, just like they are. Although, i tell you one thing, they didn't have that little pigtail on their forehead like Bill Haley. So at any rate, congratulations again to the mass media out there for showing your lack of courage, your spinelessness, and your cowering to anything that might be construed as a religious exercise. Bunch of crazy people, 100,000 crazy people in Conyers, Georgia yesterday to hear from the Virgin Mary by way of this woman who sounds like, uh, 
I like I don't know. Have you, did you hear her speak? Sounds like she's on helium. Sounds like somebody stuck a bicycle pump up her rectum. And she's like got helium from head to toe. And the Virgin Mary says that. Yeah, to like a 33 RPM record at 78. She was kind of like our cart machines before they uh, died. So she better watch it. Okay, look at this tremendous response on that show. Like, why did I even waste my time? Why do I even talk about that television show? Is there anybody listening to this show that has uh, gives one hoot about that thing? No. No, evidently not. Got two calls on the board. You would have thought that after this card got on here, there's been all this hysteria about it, that I would sit down here this morning before I even uh, opened the mic. Every line would have been lit up saying, hey, what was the big deal with that? Or, or what a grotesque thing that was. Uh, you better not put that on the air again. Or whatever. Do they have an opinion about it? No. Did they watch it? No. Do they care about it? No. Maybe they were watching the Yankee game and that bad umpiring again. Which I'll get into later. Here's Miami. Hello. Morning, Mr. Neal. Yes, sir. Um, saw the show last night. You're so influential. I, I went straight past being a, a weed addict, and now I'm on methadone just because of that postcard. Uh-huh. Um, I, you know, I really want, I want to know why is it that Whammy is making such a big deal? I mean, I guess they're trying to, like, give this facade of being a real broadcasting channel. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're as Bush League as it gets, so why not? Why do they care if you're doing something that's a little bit, you know, pushing the envelope a little on there every night? Mm-hmm. Drag queens, you right. name it. The drag of Miami is. Well, I like drag queens at Whammy. That's uh, what their station's all yeah, about. I mean, it's I mean, a drag. What's, what is so much worse about, you know, you talking about the weed, you showing the postcard with all the dacks in the mouth? Oh, I mean, over tennis frequency or like that, like tens, for example. That's almost pornography in a way. I mean, I don't want to jump that. I don't want to sound like no kind of you know right wing lunatic or anything. Yeah. But I mean, it's flesh. It's the pleasures of the flesh. That's what they need is a lot more flesh on that station. I've been saying that since day one. If they, if they, instead of having that asshole who I think is off the sports town, that uh, light complected uh, black asshole that was doing the sports town, Chris McTwat, instead of having him on there, what they ought to have is like uh, you know some of the people from Tens, one guy and one uh, chick on there, real hot looking guys uh, in in uh, dressed in very scantily, you know, like in bathing suits, playing grab ass on that sofa. Then you get a tuning audience, and maybe doing a little oil wrestling on there would be good. And you know, that, like one of the whole... not mud wrestling because then you can't see anything. I'm talking about the Crisco, uh, you know, something like that. Yeah, vegetable oil wrestling. Get a forty share, I guarantee you. I'll pick the contestants. One of the hosts on that kind of frequency, by the way, is like a chain, uh, like a like a chain smoking cigarette smoker. Yeah. And you're gonna tell me that he's smoking faggots on the air? He's smoking faggots on the cigarettes. He's got too. faggots in his mouth on the air and on the cigarettes too. Uh huh. Maybe Maddie Lesham, the fact that he smokes faggots, maybe that's why he doesn't care so much about that. Yeah, but you're going to tell me and that. And his rationale would be, well, that's legal, okay? See, the, the point is, it's not a question of whether it's legal. The point is, if little kids were tuning in during the summertime when that stuff was on there, watching a guy smoking weed on the ear and watching people smoking cigarettes on the ear, they're impressionable, and allegedly that's what he's so worried about with the marijuana. That's what he's allegedly concerned about. I just don't understand how, what rationale. There... Exactly. What do you say there at the end? Something about, <laughs> something about that. Yeah, okay. Okay, calm down, pal. Go uh, don't gargle with Clorox, please. Okay, we have two open lines in Dayton, two in Broward. This thing is off to a spectacular start today. Like I said, thanks to Tracy Newley for the great Motown stuff she sent me today. Man, we're sitting here like uh, pitting the speakers here today. We got them bouncing off the walls. Too bad we don't have any good speakers here today, like I have at home. Those big $1,000 speakers. Too bad we don't have some great Bose speakers on the walls here. So we could, like, rock the whole damn building and put those people at Power 96 down all to shame with that crap music they play. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. We got one call on the board. Here's a mobile in Cutler Ridge. Hello. 
Mobile and Cutler Ridge. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? I guess I'm Take the only caller. Take your time. Call, huh? You're our call, yes. You're uh -huh. our only call. That guy, uh, whatever he said, effing something was pretty funny, too. Mm -hmm. um, by mistake, I caught the beginning of your show yesterday. Can you can you uh, believe this? You actually, and the other guy are the only two people that watch that show. We no wonder we can't uh, break the squiggly lines on that show. Nobody remember, watches that damn thing. I remember what I said. It was by by accident. I was surfing through the channels, and then I saw the disclaimer in the beginning, which I thought was pretty funny. And then, uh, but what I noticed during the show is, you know, you had the postcard on your hat. Yeah. But the camera angle kind of. Didn't let it show, you know what I mean? Right. It was kind of looking up at you, you know uh -huh. what I mean? So you really couldn't see the, the postcard too much. Yeah, well, that's the camera that sits right under my... Rectum. They have one of those in here, too. Right, exactly. So that's, you know, basically what I saw. But it was a good show. I heard the show during the day. So um, that's basically in the eye saw. But, but when you saw the postcard and you could make out what was on it... You can kind of make out what was on it. Right. And then I can kind of see the... The peep show Pope thing. Uh, also. Oh yeah, well that, that's uh, obvious. That's staying there. That's not going right, anywhere. The right. Pope and the peep show. He's okay, grabbing that's it. Pretty much what I saw then, Neil. And did you find that the card was in any way controversial or like? Uh... Of course not. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Okay. And if I can have just one special request with this, uh, whatever guy that went off the air yesterday, uh, he's into all that UFO stuff. Art Bell, yeah. Yeah, uh, blue hands, please. Okay, you got it. Thank you, sir. Okay, see ya. <laughs> Art Bell, they're coming from outer space, and there are vampires biting me on the neck right now. And they've got millions of listeners. 400 stations this guy's on. I'm sitting here in Miami. I can't get like half a dozen calls at one time. And being on that big TV station last night that we had articles in both newspapers about. And then the best part is they asked me, oh, well, was this a publicity stunt? Like, uh, <laughs> like somebody's watching that thing? Good gravy, baby. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I find nothing wrong with it at all, that show. Absolutely nothing. I, I don't see nothing offensive about it. I think it's funny. Uh, I'm getting tired of uh, trying to find out when you're on all the time. I mm -hmm. count on you at 1030 most of the time, but they just uh, screw that whole thing. Well, another two or three weeks, you won't have to worry about that at all, but uh, that's beside the point. Yeah. They've got to get that newscast on there one more time, I think, would be the charm. Yeah. Bunch of jerks. Hey, Neil, on that, you read about uh, Pittsburgh... Um, filing bankruptcy. Uh-huh. Do you know how that affects uh, the Mario Lemieux deal? Is he, is he out of it if, if that happens, if they claim bankruptcy? I don't, do I don't know. Pay him? I don't know. I think they, they, then they can... They just got through paying him one million, but they still owe him like 32 million more. I don't know how that works. Jeez. And, and, he, uh, and, that's, part, and that's part of the reason they had to declare bankruptcy, by the way. Yeah, that's what I kind of figured that. Mm -hmm. And the Espo boys are gone? Espo, that's right. That's the best news. Oh! Phil and Tony Esposito gone in Tampa, which you know is a matter of time. Because that's one thing right. we can say about Phil Esposito... He's an asshole. You bet. The biggest. <laughs> and a good old race. Two and Yeah, two and oh, baby. We're right. doing it. Okay, have a great life. Get out of here. We have an open line of date, 5670560. I mean, you think that this town... I mean, I hope Matty Lesham's listening right now. Although he pretend that he isn't, but you know that he is. You think that little kids are robbing banks right now to go out there and buy pounds of marijuana, baby. You think that... And, of course, see, that's another thing about marijuana is people don't steal anything. People don't do hold-ups so they get money to buy pot. <laughs> you know? I hate to break the news to you. Any more than people hold up at liquor stores to get money to buy cigarettes. Oh, yeah. Oh, you hear about that all the time. Big armed robbery. Man wants six packs of Marlboros. And, of course, with the cost of cigarettes now, can't blame them. 
1027, man, this is this is amazing. It really is. The impact of that station on our lives is uh, is non-existent. It's not minimal. It's non-existent. The t the audience for that TV show you could put into a for that TV station. Forget about my show. You could put into a telephone booth and have room left over for the Chinese army. Ten twenty. Hey, yeah. I know that the Lord even loves Neil Rogers. WQM, come on, let's do it together. Do, uh, do, you know, I, I just don't get a hundred thousand crazy people coming from miles all over, from all over the country. These people congregate there every year. Although this was the last one because the Virgin Mary's uh, got a busy schedule. Crazy people, and the media covers it like, oh, well, here's a very important event, and all these people came uh, came for what? Because they're nuts. They came to see the Virgin Mary. <laughs> there you go. And I guarantee you, the way things are going in this country, man, you've got to travel a hell of a long distance to find any virgin. Make no mistake about that. Oh, by the way, here's our updated schedule today because we got the uh, the game is at 5 or something like that, the Padres and the Braves. By the way, bad umpiring again last night. Not that it changed the game. The Yankees did, thank God, score nine runs instead of just a six or seven because otherwise it would have been a uh, another disaster, another travesty. And the Major League umpires and their unions are destroying the game as we knew it, even though it's making this comeback this year. Horrible call by umpire Ted Henry at second base. Obviously a force play. That would have been the second out of the inning, and Scott Brocious never would have had a chance uh, another out later to hit that three-run homer that made it 6 nothing at the time, et cetera, and so on. The same Ted Henry, by the way, that got hit by the line drive. And, and let me say this. Joe Morgan, are you an asshole or what? Huh? Uh -huh. Umpire gets hit by a line drive. There's runners on first and third which I haven't seen that in years, so I forgot what the rule is. And we're waiting to find out. Either Costas, who's supposed to be the baseball expert, come on, tell us, Bob, what's the... And, and here's Joe Morgan. Uh, the ball is Dave. The ball is Dave. And I'm saying to myself, I wish you were Dave, because that he just kept repeating that over... Well, it hit the umpire, and the ball is Dave. He must have said it 6,400 times in about a 30-second period of time. Did he tell us what was going to happen with the with the batter? No. Whether he'd be awarded first base? No. Is a hit? Is a, the ball is Dave. The ball is Dave. Joe Morgan, man, I tell you, if brains were dangerous, you'd be the safest place to hide in the universe. And here's Costas, who finally gets the rule book out, and he's fumbling his way through it and reading it, and obviously it's convoluted. He don't understand it. We don't get any information on it. And meanwhile, the bases are loaded now. And then Tommy pokes one out, thank God, so it kind of made it a moot point. But between Joe Brinkman and this uh, Ted Henry guy, I'm, I'm telling you, the umpiring gets worse and worse, and they're arrogant and they're obnoxious, and the umpires' union uh, don't give a crap about the fans or about the game or the outcome, and it's a sad situation. And guess what? Hank Achula's from 2 to 5, then we got the Padres and the Braves at 5 o'clock, Boog Shambi after the game at 7.30 or thereabouts, and at Kaplan 10 to 2 tonight. Open line at Dave 1 and Broward, 5670560, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. 
Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Yes. Yeah, uh, I wanted to tell you I really enjoy your show. First time caller. Uh-huh. Um, definitely enjoyed your show yesterday. I uh, can't believe oppression in this country. And, uh, and... And did you see the fan, show? Hockey fan, glad to see uh, the Vito brothers get. Did you get see the, the show last night on Channel 69? You I know went. What? I never it? ever watched the show, but I did make it a point to watch the show last yeah. night, and I got to agree with the other caller. That was one of the reasons that I called. Was they angled it so you couldn't actually see the achievement in radio awards? A broadcast competition celebrating excellence in South Florida radio. How do you like this? Am I going to be attending this? No. Of course not. The 1998 AIR Awards Board of Governors. Julie Watts, Wilson Watson, 1990. Does anybody know who that is? She's the chairwoman, the chairperson. Past Lifetime Achievement Award recipients, Bob Gaynor. We know Gloria, but do we know Bob? No. Rick Shaw. Ricky Ticky, boy, they just, until they stick his ass in the ground, they're still going to be giving him uh, awards. And there you go. He's he's on the board. He's he's still playing the oldies. Where the hell is he in here already, for Christ's sake? Where's Ricky Ticky in here? It's a lie. I am not a Nazi. Jerry Russian. And wait till you hear the Board of Governors. Wait till you hear these names. To show you the prestigious people that are involved in what a great broadcast market this is. Nelson Albareda from Heftel. Well, you know Heftel. No speaking English. Does anybody know Nelson? No. Pat Appleton from Pat Appleton Studios. Anybody know Pat? No. Oh. Peter Bolger from Queer Channel Communications. <laughs> yeah, we know him. Kid Curry from Beasley FM Acquisitions. <laughs> oh, yeah, we know him. Hannah J.L. Fink from the March of Dimes. Anybody know Hannah? No. no. Bob Gaynor, Miami Dade Public Schools. We've already been through that. We still don't know him. Cedric Hollywood from WEDR. Anybody ever heard of Cedric? The most pathetic man I've ever worked for was the program director at INZ when we had nine shares in the middle of the daytime before the... Z couldn't handle the fact that I used to rip him on the air. Man who had, was just uptight and was just he used to slink under the table when I go in there to talk to him. Mark Tewin, a maven, a legend in his own mind. Tip Landy from Cox Broadcasting. There you go. The program director of the Coast. He's on the board of governors. Anybody see him later? Yeah, he's tipping it. Sandra London. Cheryl Mizell, WEDR. Anybody ever hear of Cheryl? No. no. Ross Oasis. Oh, yeah, there's a man who made millions of dollars. Uh, nice going there, Russ, putting those screaming car commercials on here. Marianne Padron from WM. Anybody ever hear of Marianne? No. Uh, you know, 50 million people named Padron. Oh, maybe she knows uh, Il Padrone. Jeff Shaheen from Ford Motor Company. Jerry Sullivan from Shadow Broadcasting. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jerry who got canned from IOD, and they made him the overnight newsman in the uh, news van. Robert W. Walker from Airway. Yeah, that's the special guest, by the way. The 1998 Excellence in Radio Achievement Award winner is Robert W. Walker. <laughs> All right. So there you go. And thanks for the invitation, but I think I'll pass on that, okay? I think I've got a busy night puking my guts out that night, whatever night it is. And I didn't even look at the date yet. Okay, here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, your show last night was okay. Uh, but one thing was, I don't know if anybody else told you, but a couple times during the week when they were replaying your Labor Day episodes, there were times when the show that was supposed to start at 10.30 actually started like at 10.20, 10.21 around there. Did that happen to anybody else? What do you mean, did it happen to anybody else? What does I'm, that mean? I'm just saying, because uh, it, it seemed like the show never really even started on time. And? 
Bubba, regardless. I don't, uh, I don't believe it. I think you better get a new watch. Okay, we have two open lines in Dade. Five, all of Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Twenty one before eleven. I'm telling you, is this is this uh, some response to that? I mean, what are we wasting our time for just so that these poor bastards can get paid till the fifth of November? I guess the uh, crew over here that's taping the show. Let's just continue for uh, their and then after the fifth of November, we'll just keep taking the money. Thank you. But other than that, I mean, there is the, the ratings are the Nielsen's. They're right. There is nobody watching that show. And then this guy calls up to tell us that the show was coming on in the middle of a half hour, which of course we know isn't true. And I wasted all of that energy, and I got all bent out of shape about this, and all whipped up into a frenzy, and all uh, for what? They don't give a crap. You feel like you're spending too much money on long distance. Two a.m. O'Neill, my queen, God. Some be the head honcho, yeah. Some call me president of love. Some people call me Bubba. And I live in the White House of Love. Ken Starr talks about me, baby. Saying that I did wrong, that I did wrong. Don't you worry, people, don't worry, no, no. Cause I'm staying, I'm staying, staying right here on the job. Cause I'm a liar, I'm a cheater, and I cannot control my meter. I like them girls who weigh a ton. I'm a joker. WQM. Don't forget our best of Neil CDs and cassettes are at Borders all over town, including Boynton Beach and the other seven in Dayton Broward. And you can call someone to get yours if you like, 954-563. We had some idea where the hell we were going to be. Since at this moment we have no more appearances anywhere in Broward since we got the rest of October, all of November and December, two and a half months ago. We just started two weeks ago. Do we have anything else in Broward? No. Any appearances? No. Unbelievable. Luann, is there anything that you're doing these days that's involved in any way, shape, or form with this show? Is there anybody that works for Beasley Green Communications that is in any way, shape, or form involved with what we're trying to do here? No. To raise some money for a great charity no. and uh, help promote these CDs. Thank you. Next one will be Saturday, October 31st, noon to 2 at Ben and Jerry's in the Aventura Mall. Unfreaking believable, but par for the course. There's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. I uh, just want to say to Joe Morgan, I was beginning to think I was the only one that felt that way. 
The ball is dead. The ball is dead. Well, it was more than that, man. Uh, I mean, this game could have been over an hour earlier than it was, except I've been listening to him ramble and ramble. 64,000 friggin' times, he said. Well, man, when the ball's wet, you got to grip it on the team. How well, many times? I mean, forget about that. I'm just talking about that one play where we're watching, and supposedly these are the experts. Here's the one guy who was the jock who played the game, which is Joe Morgan, and the one who's supposed to be the self-proclaimed expert, Bob Costas. And between the two of them, neither one of them knew what the rule was about the ball hitting the umpire and what happened to the batter and what the, who's on first. They do nothing. Agreed, but I think we're the getting the break. I think Fox is doing the World Series. I don't think we have to listen to these bozos for another year. Well, Fox, of course, they're not interested in the game. They're just interested in showing you close-ups. Yeah, it gets to the point where you can count all the pores in Joe Torrey's face. That's Close true. Ups. Okay, thank you, sir. Have a great life. Whatever he said. Open line at Broward, two and date, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Mobile in Boca. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Light that damn thing up, man. Hey, listen. Uh, I got a quick solution for. Okay, like I said, open line at Dayton, two and uh, Broward, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. Here's Carl Springs. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I just heard you answered one question. You're not appearing at Carl Springs Borders for your, uh, your CDs? Not in Carl Springs, not in a Plantation, not uh, anywhere that I know of, I don't believe. Let me, let me look at it again. We doing Carl Springs, George? Maybe we are doing Carl Springs. No, uh, we were supposed to do Coral Square Mall. That got postponed. We're, we're doing nothing in Broward County, which is where about 80% of our audience is or more. Because I've been waiting. No, I'm going to go buy the CDs today since you're not going to be Yeah, might here. as well go to Borders because we're not going to be doing anything. Because Luann upstairs in sales just, see, they can't make any money off of this. So as a result, they just kind of dropped the ball. They're uninvolved. Sam the Sham, he made an appearance there, you know, made it look for a couple of days like he was really involved in this. And, and that's it. That's the end of their involvement. That's the way this radio station operates. Last year, they totally sandbagged us. We didn't have any fundraiser at all when I was off the year. And now that I'm back on the year and we're working our ass off to try to make a success of this thing, they're still uninvolved. Mm -hmm. this, this, is, this is do it yourself everything. Do it yourself radio show, a do it yourself studio, a do-it-yourself fundraiser, uh, you know, that's it. Well, you do it well. No, yeah, but it would be hell of a lot better with a little bit of assistance. Help. You had help, absolutely, and for good cause. We can't go out there and sell, we can't go out there and set up appearances and, uh, and promote the damn thing. we got to have a little bit of help around here. No. No, nothing. Thank you. Oh, these people are wackos. They are absolutely... Well, why does the media cover them, though, like they're just good, ordinary religious people going there to hang out with the Virgin Mary and get her message? Like, like this is a real, legitimate news story. I, I don't get it. Well, didn't they do that thing over in Tampa when she appeared in the dirty windows? Well, and, and, in the Pensacola or wherever the hell it was, Clearwater, on the bank building. That's right. She was on the side of the bank building. And, and then Mother they came Teresa. on and they showed how it was like, you know, the sunlight was hitting the window in a certain way. And uh, But hey, don't confuse us with the facts, right? And then Mother Teresa was in the bagel of Bialy, whatever she right. was. Right, that's right. I mean, this is all you can see anything you want to see. Like little kids looking at the clouds and say, oh, look at the dragon, look at the dog, look at this, look I at that. I saw Robbie Young on a Totino's Pizza a couple nights ago. Freak out. Greatest eye-opener. Every time I think I've had it. It's very counterproductive to the radio show because these people are sick and tired. They heard about whammy this and whammy that because they don't watch it. There's nothing on there for them to watch. It's a joke. And I'm sitting here getting all bent out of shape and, and talking about this guy that nobody has any idea who he is, couldn't care less. And I apologize to myself profusely for confusing myself with the facts. 
God almighty, what an incredible amount. I st- there was one day I thought I was going to have a stroke a couple nights ago. I'm on the phone with Norm Kent talking about this thing because it's a matter of principle. It was bullcrap. I don't like being censored. And I don't think anybody who's on the air doing this kind of a, and any kind of a show wants to be censored, especially by some asshole who doesn't know what he's doing. But when there's no interest and there's nobody watching, what the hell difference does it make? What's the point? Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just want to know why is he co- so concerned about viewers? He doesn't have any, Maddie. Mm-hmm. And what's up with the name Maddie? You, you think that he ought to uh, start wanting to offend people at this point. Maybe that might get him an audience. Yeah, right. What's with, what's up with the name Maddie? A friend of ours has a dog named Maddie. Mm-hmm. So. Don't insult my canine friends, sir. <laughs> have Love a great the... life. Get out of here. We have Dade County wide open, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Pembroke Pines, hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, you know what we need to do? We need to start having our DNH uh, revelations and stuff like that. Where we all go, all of us Neelys go and watch and, you know, find find your images and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, pictures of Neil on the side of a bank building. Only they can't be on picture cards, though, right? We're going to the Kuhuwasi River, baby. We're going up there to Aintree and uh, see, uh, look for Neil in the woods. They can't with put you on, But they can't have those images of your picture cards and everything like that, though, right? We yeah. already had the Ghost of Neil picture cards. Yeah, that's true. It would fit right in. But uh, are, are they going to show uh, with the hat? Is it only going to? Are they going to do it again tonight? Or are they going to just do? Uh, I'm not wearing show? the hat anymore. There, there's no point in wearing oh, no, it. No, no, that no, was the I'm point. Saying. Are they going to allow, you know, is that, they're not going to show any of the older ones or anything like that? Right. No? Well, what there, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched parts of it last night. And did you see the postcard on the hat? Yes. And? You think there's anything controversial there? No. Not at all. Not at all. Um, I got another question for you. Um, you have the number for Center One, because I want to get some of the old CDs, if possible. 563. 563? 3600. They got them. They got, all, like, all your old ones, you know? Well, some of the old ones, yeah, and they also, I think, still have some of the fill ones, too. Oh, great. And, uh, you know how you were saying, you know, it, how it's always, like, do-it-yourself promotion at QAM? Mm-hmm. It's always just do-it-yourself there anyway. That's all they've been doing, sticking it up their rectum and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, well, I got a lot of practice. Okay, pal, thank great, you so much. Bye. Okay. Open line in Broward, all of Dade County, all three lines. Another one of these days, right in the middle of the week. Monday was okay. Tuesday, yesterday, we actually had a conversation here. Uh, not not brilliant, but okay. And today, we're right back where we started again from the previous two and a half weeks, whatever the hell it is. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Absolutely unbelievable. So thank God for Tracy Neely. Like I said... I'm changing the format of this show. If we ever get a car machine in here that works, we can play those jingles. Get a 40 share easy on this show with my great taste in music. Oh, by the way, speaking of my great taste in music, which I don't want to rub this into George, but guess what album is number one on the Latin charts? First week on the chart, by the way, I just mentioned this in passing, comes on the chart as number one in the world Latin chart, Cosas del Amor by Enrique Iglesias. I just mentioned that in passing whether you like him or not. Oh, no, so, Latin so, Yeah. So what that well I guess what that means is that all those Hispanics must have bad taste too is that yes, what it says Oh well sorry about that Here's a mobile in Davy hello Hey what's up Neil? Yes sir I got a couple of things about that whole Virgin Mary thing I haven't heard anything about it in the past couple of months but yesterday was the Rosa Lopez day Yeah or it was supposed to be I think um, all of Rosa's people were up in uh, Aintree or Conyers Georgia or somewhere hey, I don't think they, they have time for Rosa no more She's small potatoes um, also, I saw the show last night. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you, and, the, well, actually, the only way I knew what was on your hat is because you had described it during the day. I mean, yeah. I could have 
I couldn't make out what it was anyway, so I don't, I don't know that it would have caused that much damage. To, yeah, that's uh, another point. It's so innocuous because most people wouldn't even uh, n n decipher what the hell it was, but this guy decided that he was going to make a major issue out of this. Well, I know, I know the minute I saw it, I uh, went out and started smoking weed started right away. Started puffing away, started smoking the carpet, yeah. Exactly. Also, uh, I, yesterday I went to Borders and picked up both CDs, so uh, uh, they're both great. I just want to urge to get out uh, immediately, if not sooner. Okay. All right, thank you. God bless you. you, my child. Thank you so much. Open line at Brown and all three in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 1056 on QAM. Another great day in the city, baby. Another great, thrilling, exciting, momentous day in the big city. Norma. Holy cow, Aaron's coming. Carolina Mountain Water. Chronic, chronic facts. Chronic. Just keep that in mind before I read the facts. This is this is great. Very uplifting too, by the way. Thanks, Danny D. Which uh, that's not your real name. Chronic Faxer. To me, this is very important. It says, Neil, I listen every day. I love you, man. But the number of asshole calls has increased so dramatically. Have you noticed an increase in asshole calls? We didn't get asshole no. calls for uh, twenty uh, some years. Same as we've always had before. Uh -huh. Bunch of assholes. Uh -huh. It's increased so dramatically that it's becoming increasingly easier to tune out. Why? Says Danny D. Neil, when the Challenger blew up, you talked about the Challenger. When the Gulf War happened, you talked about the Gulf War. When Hurricane Andrew hit, you talked about Hurricane Andrew. Now we are in the midst of a bloodless coup, certainly one of the scariest times in this country's history, and you spend your days talking about whammy, which no one in Palm Beach County can see, as if I'm talking to the people in Palm Beach County. This show, I hate to break the news for you, pal, is for the people in Dayton, Broward County, primarily. If you're in Palm Beach, good luck to you. Baseball, snore, he says. Hockey, ice cream, George's bonus, etc. People are concerned about what is happening, Neil, and I, for one, would love to hear your views and your intellect on what this November election is going to bring and how Jeb Bush is a fraud and what the future of this country is. <laughs> no matter your decision, I'll still listen every day, but that's my feelings. That's my feelings, and I wanted you to know them. Signed, Danny D. Another chronic factor is that wants me to sit here and talk about uh, Monica Gates no. and about uh, Ken Starr no. and Monica Lewinsky no. and Linda Tripp no. and Lucianne Goldberg, no. et cetera, et cetera, and so on, and Henry's hiding it. No. I mean, I've already said everything I mean, make a point about marijuana when I sat here back on the KAT days and the W Snooze days, screaming and yelling like I'm going to change the world, sitting on the air here in Miami and can't get more than uh, two calls at one time. Danny D., I got news for you, pal. You need help. You need to reach out and get some assistance, baby, over there at Carolina Mountain Water with your chronic faxes. And by the way, how come, if it's so important, you're not calling in here and sharing with us your important views on what's going to happen this November? I mean, I don't know about anybody else out there, but I, for one, am sick and effing tired of hearing about goddamn penis gate. I have nothing more to say about it. I've talked about it until I have absolutely no verbiage left to say about that business. I've already made it very, very clear. And you talk about ponderous and repetitive and boring. Turn on Lardass Limbaugh. You'll hear plenty about it, okay? Plenty of fantasy and plenty of bubble mices. We have an open line at Broward, two and date. The fact is, don't put it on my ass, okay? The fact is that this audience, the last three weeks and now into the fourth week, has just vanished in terms of either they, their, any, their ability to talk about anything. They got no material, or maybe they just uh, found something else to do. Maybe they're playing Pinochle. Maybe they're playing with themselves. Maybe they're playing with each other. I have no idea. 
The only thing I would agree that uh, Danny writes in here is the whammy part, okay? Never will mention it again, ever under any circumstance. I said that a few days ago, and then we got into this embroiled in this whole uh, uh, postcard thing, which obviously the audience is really whipped up into a frenzy about that. I mean, absolutely zippity doodah nothing. Zero. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, buongiorno, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. Listen, first of all, thanks. Suicidal again, sir. I'm I doing a radio that... show in Miami. I'm suicidal again. Listen, thanks for the signed card. My daughter brought me back from the pizza loft. It said, Bafangula to ya. And uh, also, I seen you on the show last night with the hat. Mm-hmm. And I agree with the caller before. If you wouldn't have said anything about it, I wouldn't. I would have thought it looked like linguine sucking some marinara sauce. That's what it is. Don't tell them over that over there. But that's really what it, it is. Yeah. I knew it. By the way, the I brought day, it back from Bologna. The other day, I got a letter in the mail from Jesse, my God, Helm. Mm-hmm. Four-page letter in there, stating about what they're teaching our children in college about the gay rights. Right, there you go, about the homosexuals, that's right. Can you imagine that old bastard sending this out with our money? I'm writing him back. Liberty, power, Cuba. Yeah. Yes, it's ridiculous. But anyway, Sandy and Lisa, you are both douchebags. Okay, pal. Thanks. Buongiorno. Okay, we have an open line in uh, Brown, uh, two a day, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Boca, Hello. Boca. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Not much, pal. Well, I tell you Another what, one I'm of these horrendous, grotesque days, myself. man. What is it? Penis gate. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about it. But I got a little story to tell you here. I was working at a, basically a Christian school, and I had put myself into a rehab center due to alcohol and uh, enormous amounts of drugs that I was using. Yeah. And uh, I got out of the rehab about uh, a month and a half ago. And basically, I had lost my job due to the lovely Christians of Carl Springs. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you, I live in Boca now, and through that program I was in, Whammy was on every day. It was in Del Rey, and that kept me through and kept me alive through. I mean, it really made me happy to watch that show. And I come back home, and I can't see it. You know, for $36 a month here in Boca, I can't see Whammy, you know. So it's a little upsetting, and I wanted to see maybe if... Uh, you know anything of when they're going to get it it's out not, here. It's not, on, it's not on, on the cable you know? in Palm Beach. It's not going to be on there. It's, it's not, not a Palm Beach County there. station. Really? Well, anyway, Neil, I want to tell you, keep me alive. Every day you're on, no matter what, what station you go to, you're on mine, buddy. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna try Exxon next week, I think. Have a great day, pal. <laughs> I'm trying Exxon next week, maybe Amico the week after that. Got to be better than this. We got two open lines in Dade, two open lines in Broward. Any interest out there today? No. All of a sudden, in the middle of the week, it's like the cat's got their tongue. Why in God's name did I get whipped up about this? Why did I allow myself to get hysterical over some pudwhacker over there from Israel that has no concept of what it's all about? Who's fantasizing in himself into believing that there are people actually watching that station, which this is proof. I mean, if this audience isn't watching that show then what's the chance that anybody else is watching and on a scale of zero i would say minus infinity and it's basically been that way since it went on the air back in june since on june one that's exactly the way it's been they don't give a crap about that five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the at&t wireless line oh god 
My life is just flashing before my eyes. What's the date today? The 14th? Pompano Park. Where the hell is June Lockhart? When we need her the most. We're like just wandering off into space somewhere. I'm waiting to see the, uh, the Do-Re-Mi guy any minute. Yeah. We're on a Hale-Bob Comet. We don't even know it. We got, uh, kidnapped. Just kind of a do-it-yourself life. One call left on the board, and then it's Motown, baby. And thanks to Tracy Neely, you made my show today, sweetheart, and I'm going to need it today. Little did I realize when I sat down here. 567-0560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's our last call. Hi, Aaliyah. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Ah, first-time caller, Neil. All right. You picked a good day, pal. You got right in. I finally saw Bud Paxton last night. Yeah. He was on Charlie Rose. He is everything you guys talked about. Phony, total phony, total BS. Another religious, uh, pseudo-religious hypocrite who knows know. nothing about broadcasting. A schlockmeister. Why doesn't they buy a channel like uh, uh, 45 or something? One of these guys, a Benny Hens channel. No, you, because that's it's too hard to make the money on there. You got to get on there and pay. Oh. He like he likes just putting the schlock on. He doesn't want to spend the money to put those preachers on. I couldn't believe Charlie Rose interviewed him off there. He was schlocking some. Uh, a, a God book. Yeah. He was telling Charlie Rose, oh, yeah, my wife left me, and I went to a motel and found a Gideon Bible, and, oh, I was born again. Did he talk about his former stripper wife? Did he mention that? <laughs> no. Did he say, oh, God, that was good, and that uh, is what turned him on to religion? Now he said, oh, I've got God in my business. God runs my business. God in his bed, yeah. It's all <laughs> over the damn place. <laughs> biggest hypocrite I've ever met in this business in my life, and I've met a lot of them, but he's the biggest. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it, Dale. Okay, Dale. Okay, well, I'm glad that made your life. Okay, congratulations. Here, there's a guy that's uh, Buddy Bud. Oh! It's better than seeing the Virgin Mary in uh, Georgia, I'll tell you that, in Conyers, Georgia. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. Five, six, seven. We are going to plead. We are going to beg. We are going to squeeze. We are going to pull. We are going to get out of tweezers is what we're going to do. We're going to tweeze it today. I mean, I have never been in my... Seriously, this is the, uh, the honest-to-goodness truth. And this is even going back to KAT when we had only a bunch of dead people listening on the beach. I've never been involved with anything in my life, other than this TV thing, that where there was so little interest. I mean, this that show, we might as well put dead air on there for a half hour every night and get the same amount of interest. And I'm getting myself all worked up and all agitated. And for what? For what? It's it, Like the guy said, it's a piece of crap, and I'll leave it at that. The less said, the better. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Okay, thank you so much. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Yeah, can I speak to Neil, please? Yeah, okay, nice going. She at the track. She at the dog track. Oh, they closed it down? Okay, Ken. Open line in Broward all the day. 5670560. Pound 560. Where's our friend Danny from Carolina Mountain Water that wants to regale us with all of those important things about how we're going to save the world from Jeb Bush and from the right-wing uh, conspiracy up there in Washington and the Illuminati and the Trilateral Commission? Come on, Danny, let's go back to doing that. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, sir? The worst. Every time yeah, I think up? it's been the worst, it turns into the worst. It's what's getting up, worse. It's getting worse minute by minute, day after day of my life. Go ahead, sir. Neil, what's wrong with these people? They won't call you. I mean, I'm just starting to feel sorry for you already. Yeah. Your show's in the dumpster. Yeah, what do you got for us? I don't know, Neil. I'm just... Okay, thank you. Okay, here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello, last call. Hey, Neil. Yes? Your show's the greatest. You're the greatest. Mm -hmm. And I told you Pompano should have the, the stadium or the arena there. Pompano Park. 
What does that What do you mean you Well, look, you? they have no parking over there. You hear all the complaints about it. That's not because they don't have room for parking. Nobody wants to drive up to Pompano to go to the ball game. The location isn't the problem. The problem is that it was planned poorly by some idiots. Well, it probably, it would probably have been planned they better all up those there big, in Pompano. If they took all those big, yeah, get out of here, it would have been planned better up there at Pompano, right? As long as Wayne was behind it, it wouldn't make any difference when they put it on Uranus, pal. It wouldn't make any difference. Don't you understand? Yeah, let's pick it up physically and move the whole arena to Pompano. It would be a lot better there, and the seats will automatically widen themselves, and the campers will be happy out there. That's when we had a response here on Monday, all bitch radio about your seats are too narrow, and the new arena sucks, even though it looks really great to the naked eye. But other than that, it blows. Just one after another was like doing biorhythms here on Monday. Bitch, 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 bitch. Uh, you know, just beautiful. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Nice segue. That's exactly what I wanted to talk to you about. What's that? Uh, the arena. Uh, went and uh, took my fiance to see Celine Dion up there. Yeah. Uh, when are you going for your first hockey game? I've already been for my first hockey game. And the traffic was not a well, problem. Well, but that for was you? an exhibition game. The first game will be a week from tonight. Is the next home game? There's a crappy schedule. They only play one game in Buffalo between now and then. But well, the first home game I'm going to see is uh, the L.A. Kings next Wednesday. Well, you won't talk about Whammy anymore. You won't talk about uh, Atkins anymore. That's all you're going to be able to talk about. It is the most unbelievable. So, so wait a minute. Are you, are you saying that what you think, since you're the only caller I got on there, take all the time you want, but are you saying to me that the only thing we're going to talk about on this show from now on is about how the parking sucks and it's impossible to get there and the seats are too narrow and that's going to be a radio show? That's going Absolutely. to be the rest of my life? Absolutely. Okay. And, well, okay, you can uh, get them to start serving light beer and salad, so then the seats won't be too uh, narrow. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh... And I, I thought that they had all these, uh, you know, when I went in there for the tour of the place, when the joint was empty, it gave the visual appearance to me that they had all these food stands. Come to find out there's only four food courts in the whole damn place, which is gigantic, and that the lines are, uh, are long, and that people can't get their expensive food, etc. And again, I okay. Let's talk concert. about this for from now until uh, the next four four and a half years. Let's bitch about the arena. It's fine with me. There you go. But uh, so, how was Celine Dion? You couldn't get in there and you couldn't get out. Is that what you're saying? That yeah, that was the problem. I, I uh, I'm not going to give away my secret, but uh, uh, as far as getting into the parking, but getting out was the most unbelievable. Uh, it's beyond words, Neil. Yeah. You, you're, it's it's going to blow your mind. Yeah, but didn't you get that little diagram they made up that's got all the arrows going uh, all different directions and back at each other and across and upside down? Didn't you get that one? <laughs> exactly. We were just one, you know. It was like we were snaking around the parking lot. No one had any idea, any direction, you know, and it was just uh, people's uh, tempers were flaring. But then it got to a point where it was so ludicrous uh, after an hour and a half sitting in the parking lot that it was, just, it was, it was funny. Okay, you know, well, People were running out of gas. I'm glad you had a good time. Okay. We're going to be doing this for, let's see, what month is it now? Have a great day, pal. There you go. That's our subject, baby. Picking up where we left off on Monday. Let's get another four, 500 calls today. That's pretty entertaining to me. Oh, the parking sucks, and they didn't build enough parking spots, and the seats are too narrow, and Wayne blows. That's a bulletin. Come on, let's hear it. Five, six, seven. Was there anybody that had a good time there? No. I think we had two or three on Monday out of the entire group that we had about the uh, 40,000 calls we had on Monday. We had two or three people said, hey, we had no complaints. We uh, had a good time. We got there early, etc. Like I said, if you get there 10 o'clock in the morning, there's no problem. And if you leave like about three hours after the game is gone and that pain in the ass crowd is cleared out, no problem at all. Oh, Captain Singh, here you go, when we need him the most. Uncle Neil, how are you doing? Okay, Long how you time, doing, no sir? Talk. Yeah, where you been? Just uh, got back from Toronto. Yeah. Amazing downtown. You're absolutely correct. I yeah, mean, you, you go there 11 at night, 
you know, it's That's amazing. where I need to be on the air is in Toronto, sir, where people know something about life, where they know something about hockey, where they know something about they got something to say, where people are sure. friendly and conversant, not and like I, these antisocial bastards. That I, I, I got to go, prick these people every day. I got to prod them with a cattle prod every day of my life. And I did go into Maple Leaf Arena for the first time. Yeah. It's all the rafter, the championship rafters, amazing looking arena. Oh, it's great. Um, it's going to be I a got, sad I got, day in February when they uh, when they stop playing in there, man. Yeah, I got a couple of uh, boxes of Smarties from uh, back uh, Toronto. Well, what more the hell do you what more could you want? Hey, just for you, I remembered you like Smarties, so I brought you a couple of boxes. Oh no, not for me. No Smarties <laughs> over here. You eat them, Captain Singh. No candy for this kid. All right, take care. Hazardous yet? Okay, thanks a lot. Glad you had a great time in Toronto, baby. Oh! There you go. That's a real city with real people. Today. How about those Maple Leafs, by the way, last night? Oh. Leafs 3, Edmonton 2. Oh. I just mentioned that. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Hot. Talk about that. Okay, take it back. Well, I'm reading Danny D. He's got instructions here. Jeb Bush is an asshole, okay? Oh. There you go. We solved that problem. Don't vote for Jeb Bush. Okay? Okay. That's all taken care of. Come on. What are you laughing about? That's solved. Got a bunch of right-wing assholes. Geraldo was on there last night talking about this whole thing with Ken Starr, and they knew about the Monica deal before he said so, and they started their investigation surreptitiously before they were given permission to do it, and yada, 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 et cetera, and so on. Does anybody care about that? No. No, of course not. We're oversaturated with that already. I don't know about you, but I don't want, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know from it. Two open lines in Dade County. Let's get these phones blazing today, okay, with people that really have something to say. Do we have any of them? No. 567-0560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Are they fired up about freedom of speech? No. About marijuana? No. About the laws in this country? No. About living in a police state? No. Do they want some free crap? Uh-huh. Here's uh, Key Largo. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey. How you doing? Hey. Uh, you're doing crap, yeah, I know that. I'm doing great. I'm just saying I'm doing fine. <laughs> Anyway, I couldn't call you yesterday, and I wanted to mention something you guys were talking about. By the way, I showed you, watched the show last night, Yeah. and it looked like whoever edited the thing did everything they could do not to actually get a good picture of that car. I don't agree. In the it's all being brought down by the workman's comp insurance company. That way, if you, even if you're sitting in a desk and a light fixture falls on your head, yeah. if you prove, show up positive in the blood test at the hospital that you had cannabis, yeah. In your system. You know, they can the, deny the... Can't drop the peels on the floor because right. you'll slip and fall there, well, too, so look the, out. You bake the banana peels with right. them, too. But the, the, it, the whole thing is... Isn't this great? Yeah. And, and you know something? These people in this country are so easily conditioned that it's terrifying. You can condition them just like a bunch of sheep, like lemmings, to do virtually anything. Well, pretty soon, you know, they'll all be wearing little black uniforms with a white piping, you mm -hmm. know. There you go. Just, uh, just like these parents who think it's a great idea to have their kids wear uniforms to school. Every time I've opened my mouth about that on the year over the years, oh, you're wrong. It's a... Uh, who well, look at, look at such a thing? Hitler liked that idea. Look at, all the, look at all the little Japanese kids when they show programs from Japan, all the kids going to school. Yeah, and look what's happening to them over there. Right, That's right. They're getting payback. You know, and, that, and that's a very uh, insular society over there, too. Anyway, course, 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 come course, on, course, everybody course. together. Go pee in that cup. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. Five, six, two. We got the ball game, the Padres and the Braves at 5 o'clock. Books to after the Gibson Ely. You know, I got all these great Motown Legends CDs that Tracy sent over a nice little box this morning. Thank you for your box, Tracy. And uh, I thought to myself, God, I could give these away, but on second hand, these are so good, I'm keeping them myself. This is what I'm going to do. Oh! And I am. And, of course, I realize you guys are out of material. You need a good rest. So why the hell should I keep pressuring these people and putting pressure? Call and say something. Talk about this. Talk about... Why should I do that? That's not fair. So let's sit back and enjoy some great Motown. Everybody loves Motown. 
Old farts like me love Motown. Young people who weren't even born yet when this stuff was it, they love Motown. What the hell's the sense of nudging this audience for? Life is too short. Life is too short. They didn't care about the fact I was being censored. They didn't care about this stupid postcard, about the whammy show. They don't give a crap about any of this stuff. So let's sit back and entertain. I mean, this station was great back in the old days, QAM, when it was a rock station. You know, what goes around comes around. Let's go back and play some great music. Thank you, Tracy Neely. God bless you, sweetheart. 20 till noon at 560 WQAM. All hit radio, baby. We're moving the clock back. Snaps his finger and they all fall down. That's the way the people are in this country. Like a bunch of goddamn lemmings. Like a bunch of sheep. Oh, but you don't understand. This is very bad for you. Simon says this and Uncle Sam says that. Yeah, right. The stuff that's really bad for you, the stuff that's killing people every day, like most of the food that you buy in a supermarket, that's okay. That's fine. In spite of the fact we got all these people dying from every goddamn disease that's ever been invented and some we haven't figured out yet. That's okay. That's good for you. But you plant a seed in the backyard in the ground. Oh, my God, you're going to jail for 93 years, yada, yada, yada. They don't give a crap. Here's Miami. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, I called you a few weeks ago regarding um, the Yankees. Regarding who? The Yankees. Who's that? Uh, the the Yankees? New York Yankees? The Yankees are coming, yeah. Yeah, um, that uh, I made a comment saying, why why should we have the playoffs? And? Well, didn't I prove my point? No, you didn't prove your point. It was pretty exciting, uh, some pretty exciting games in there. And plus, uh, they played in the rain for a while and got pneumonia. Get out of here. Didn't I prove my point? We won a ball game. Yeah, who cares, okay? I hope, I hope the Braves or San Diego, I hope they sweep the Yankees in four straight. I'm so sick and tired of the stinking Yankees already. Here's a mobile in Davie. Hello. Hello, Neil. And the bad umpire, umpires, yes. How you doing this morning? Okay. Neil, uh, a guy called up or he sent a fax in. He said he wanted more news. He didn't say more news. He said he's telling me what I ought to be talking about. I ought to be talking about Jeb Bush and about Monica Gate and the right-wing conspiracy, the bloodless coup. I've already talked about those things till I'm blue in the face and there's no response. What the hell should I keep sitting here repeating the same thing? I'm not going to change the world. This guy exactly. nuts. What happens with the news in the morning is they get up and say, what can I distort today? Yeah. That's how they start out. And as far as Bush is concerned, and McKay, when I walk my dog in the morning, he, she brings more to the table than the politicians Then do. both of those guys put together, and probably what she leaves on the ground has got more personality than Buddy McKay, I'll guarantee you that. Exactly. And then uh, with Bush... Buddy McKay couldn't win a fixed election, okay? It's a dead man in a suit is what Buddy McKay is. That's the best the Democratic Party can come up with in Florida to save us from right-wing extremism, from fascism. Is this dead man in a suit? So well, what the hell's sense am I talking about? I didn't pick him to be the go the candidate. The sad part about it is when Bush gets in up there, he's tied in so tight in Miami with the Latin faction. Those are the guys that gave us the Banana Republic that when they get finished, we're going to have the Banana Republic statewide. Well, maybe bananas will be too. Have a great day. Open line at date one at Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It's you or Motown, baby. That's the question today. Is it the audience? Is it Motown? I enjoyed the Motown myself. I mean, tremendously. See, the, the sad part about Motown, and I lived in Michigan and I spent a lot of time in Detroit during those great 60s. God, there was nothing like being young and getting in your car on the Edsel Ford or the John Lodge Expressway in Detroit and driving like 90 miles an hour. And crank it up WXYZ or CKLW. Or a 
Uh, what was the other one? Orkiner 13. And listening to Motown, all the other great music, most of which was Motown. And, uh, you know, West Grand Boulevard in Detroit. Those were the days. The only problem is the black people didn't listen to Motown. They had their own music. They had their own station. They had uh, Martha Jean the Queen. Go back in your house and make babies. That's what she was screaming during the 67 riots in Detroit. Go back in your house and make babies. And they did, damn it. Man, a lot of them. But the black people never accepted Motown. They said that that was mu music by black artists for white people. Which I don't understand that. How can you have greater performers than Smokey Robinson and people? Oh, that's not black folk music. That, that's uh, black guys singing for white people. I don't get it. Somebody be having to explain that to me because I don't know anybody doesn't love Motown. I say if you don't like Motown, you're a communist. Oh! There you go. How about the Spix? Do they like Motown? Absolutely. I'm not this talking about does. you. What? No, I'm not. See, you're not. You're not your garden variety. Every. I'm talking about those all those Julios out there. All the ones that you always allege are really listening, and I'm sure that they're not. They don't like that. They like hoochie coochie, like cucaracha. Like, that's what they like. That Enrique. hoochie coochie crap. Right. No, Enrique, Enrique is great. I'm worried. They like it. I like it, all right. I they like, like it. it. I like it. I'm looking at it right now, Enrique. I like it. He's got his hands in deep in his pockets, feeling the change. What do you got in there, Enrique? America wants to know. Why do you, always, why do you feel compelled to knock him? Because you would like to look like him? Is that what it is? You only no, wish, that, you only wish and... that you could look like him? Okay, that's it. Okay, fine. Me too. Here's Davey. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good, sir. Uh, first of all, great show and great music. Great music. Yeah. I got the one thing about me, man. I got the best musical taste in this studio. That you do. Of course, I'm in here alone, but anyway. <laughs> uh, I got a cannabis, cannabis story for you. Yes, sir. Um, not too long ago, I applied for a position at a uh, certain police department. Yeah, it's for aid help and everything, right? Um, I go through everything. Everything goes through with fly flying colors. And uh, I spoke to one of the officers, and uh, he told me, he asked me about things in my background, and I told him I did some cannabis and stuff like that. And uh, he told me, you know, make sure it's a, it's a while ago, back in high school type mm -hmm. days. Well, I took the uh, polygraph test, and I decided to tell the truth because, you know, you're nervous when you're in there. Right. So um, they asked me about that, and I told them, you know, it's been over a year and a half ago. How about if you just would have crossed your fingers? Would that have been okay? I wish. <laughs> um, I uh, told them it was over a year and a half ago that I did try it and everything like that. And then uh, a couple weeks later, I get a phone call, and they uh, tell me I was disqualified. And I was asking why, and they said the uh, disqualifying board um, does not accept people who have tried any type of drugs beyond high school. And I'm here thinking, I'm like, what's going on? I mean, I'm a... You know, I don't do it all the time. I've just done it that, you know, one time and everything in passing, and mm -hmm. here I am. And then now I don't have have the job. I'm still stuck at this little piece of junk job that I have now. Because you smoked weed one time. Yeah. When you were how old? Uh, 23. 23 years old. This is a guy that smoked a joint, just a little pin joint. He sat down with Clarence Thomas. They shared a little <laughs> tiny pin joint. He left a little teeny tiny roach in the ashtray in his car, and now this guy can't get the job. Exactly. And Welcome to America, sir. Welcome to a real Neanderthal backwoods, back-ass place. And I, I didn't understand that either because, you know, I was arguing with this lady, and then she told me about that, and then she told him, she, I told her I'm not a saint. You know, I know when no one's out there is a saint. There are police officers out there that are, you know, soliciting prostitution or, or blowjobs and stuff like that. Right. And I don't get it. You know, it's just something that really... Well, they do. Yeah, they probably do. A lot of it. 
But I just thought I should bring that to your attention because you did speak about being in a police city and or state. It's a police state, sir. Make no mistake about it. And the American public, 90% of them are so stupid, they're conditioned to accepting like this is the way life is supposed to be in a goddamn police state where they can tell you what you can grow in your backyard. Well, me and, if, and if you do the wrong thing, they got the, the whirlybirds, the helicopters, they're flying over your backyard, and all of a sudden they're knocking on the door, they're going to drag your ass away and take your house and your car and your firstborn kid and whatever else you got. Well, there's, you know, I, I've, hear, I've heard people out there, they've, you know, grown pot plants out there before, and they are, you know, employed with the same department. So I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, you know, so here I am, still with the same, you know. Well, I, you guess, can I guess they taught you, pal. I guess they conditioned you to living in America. Don't Thank do you. it again. Thanks again. And good luck to you. You'll right. need it. They taught him a lesson there, too, baby. He won't be doing that no more, you know what I'm saying? 11.57, we have an open line in uh, Broward, 2 and Dade. It's the listeners or the music, which is, that's your choice. Q, I'm happy Wednesday to you. We're having a great time here today. Anybody believe that? <laughs> open line in Dade, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Let's talk every day about the crappy parking over there at the arena and how the seats are too narrow. Let's talk every day about Monica Gate. Let's talk every single day of my life about how Jeb Bush is a fascist, anti-human, anti-everything kind of person, and he's going to win a governor uh, thing in a landslide. This Danny D. from uh, Carolina Mountain Water, this chronic faxer up there. You tear my guts out, baby. Just like, which was the movie that they reached in and uh, pulled the heart out? What the hell was that in? Don't you remember that? One of those sci-fi movies. Which one was that, Alien? Oh, Alien. Yeah, when they reached in. Just re like reaching in and grabbing and plucking my heart right out of my chest. That's what you did, Danny D., or whatever your real name is up there at Carolina Mountain Water, you chronic facts for you. You're worse than Andy and uh, Mitch put together. How do you like that? That's a hell of an indictment. Oh, don't, haven't you ever looked at those, uh, at the, uh, what do you call that? Like the address? Where the, the, the faxes header. come from? Yeah, the header. Well, don't say that. No. On the top of the faxes. And, you, and you'll notice there's like basically four or five. Uh, that, that one carpet place? What the hell is, you know what I'm talking about? In Miramar or somewhere? Because it's, it's like the phone calls. we got seven people out there who do different voices, who do all the phone calls, and we got three or four people that do the faxes. There's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, listen. I'm just calling to vent a little bit here. Go right ahead. Take all the time you want, pal. Take two, three hours. I'm, I'm having one of my insomnia attacks last night, so I'm up at 3.30 in the morning mm -hmm. watching A&E or Discovery Channel, whichever one it was. And yeah. And they're having a special about this um, Russian scientist who defected to the United States, and he's now coming clean about how the Russians have cheated on every biological weaponry treaty that's ever been signed. Yeah. And uh, he's going on and on about how these Russian scientists are leaving and they're joining these terrorist groups now, and now they're trying to come up with this, you know, super bomb or something that'll like there won't be any cure for. And and I, then I start to thinking about all these politicians that are so desperate to earn their paycheck. You know, they're sitting there insisting on talking about this, you know, President Clinton stuff. And I'm not a Clinton supporter, but when I sit back and I hear stuff like this and I think about the money we're spending. You know, on this nonsense and, you know, hear about what's going on in the, out in the real world and how these guys are so preoccupied with this ridiculous stuff. You know, I'm just calling to say I want you to systematically pick out these zeros and just destroy them one by one if you can because I'm just frustrated beyond words when I hear about what's going on in the real world and how these guys are able to hide. Oh, wait a minute. Let's, let's back up again. You want me to pick out the zeros and systematically destroy them one by one? Well, but what does that mean? Well, I Explain guess that, that means they're going to be real busy. 
You know, just when I hear these guys, like, I saw some little porker on there with glasses. Oh, he's so shocked, you know, reading these reports, and he's shocked and appalled and all this other stuff. Are you talking about that Robert Barr from Georgia, the one with the little mustache that looks like Hitler in the glasses? That I hated, believe that's that him. Clinton I, like poison, yeah. Yeah, I believe that's him. I try not to look at the name. Yeah, he's from Aintree. Yeah, I just, I, I, how can these he's guys He's one of the guys hide? that was up in the woods in deliverance with Ned Beatty. Yeah, I'm just wondering, how, I mean, how is it possible that these guys can hide for so long justifying their salaries, you know, with this nonsense, while out in the real world, I mean, President Clinton, the poor guy, he must know things that, that we'll never know. Yeah. You know, he must know things that we'll never find out about. And it's just, you know, beyond like how big me. Monica's I mean, I boobs were, stuff it. like that? Yeah. Okay, thanks, pal, and calm down. Okay, we have an open line in day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560. This guy's pissed off. Pissed off gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. He's had it. He wants me to systematically uh, identify these zeros and destroy them one by one. Okay. Oh! 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 We're destroying them like a whole bunch at a time, baby. Oh, here's another one. Oh. Get it. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Come on, let's get with it. I got lots of music cranked up here, baby. Thanks to my friend Tracy Neely. Here's Kendall. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Happy MF and Wednesday. To you. Uh huh. How you doing? Another another shot in my head today with this audience. Uh. Another another gut wrencher. FYI, anything under. It's a, it's a misdemeanor, anything over, it's a felony. And after that, they put on intent to distribute. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Well, how about plants? Is there a number of plants? Like this guy in Oklahoma that I read about yesterday, he got 93 years because he had over X number of plants. And So, so they, they give you time, and then they charge you based on the number of plants you're growing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm serious. In California, I mean, they're doing that that medical that you know that medical purpose. Right. What a pound and a half. Yeah, a pound and a half. For medical purpose. They're pounding it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I think as far as plants are concerned, I think anything over twenty, so you're going to jail. Twenty plants, and you go to the electric chair. All right. Let's hear it for the American criminal justice system. And by the way, OJ's feeling pretty good today, and have a great day. He's out there playing golf. Here's a guy killed two people in cold blood. He's walking around. He's playing golf. He's having a good time. He's not paying one single solitary dime to the Goldmans or Browns or anybody else. But if you got about 21 plants in your backyard, you're dead, baby. Oh! You're going to jail for 99 years and plus some. Or either just stick your uh, ass in the electric chair because we can't afford to pay that 30, 40 grand a year to keep your ass alive. That's America. It's you know that that's the way we. That's our priorities in this country, man. That's the American fucking way. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. <laughs> I love that tape of that girl. So do I. She's the best. She's my favorite. <clears throat> you know, you talk about what a fascist state is becoming. You know, I saw with Clinton with that hundred thousand cops thing. It scares the hell out of me. The idea of federally controlled local cops. And look what he did. Have you noticed? You live in plantation. Have you noticed the police have gone from wearing brown to wearing blue uniforms? Yeah. Okay, that's in accordance with a law they passed with the highway patrol. I don't, I don't like the brown shirt, so that gets me real nervous. <laughs> well, all of the, all of the police officers in all of the country, unless they're a department below 20 people, must comply with the with the uniform code, or they lose their highway highway money through the highway funding. Yeah. Also, any, so what, so what's the significance of that? What, okay, what does that mean? The significance of it is now he wants school teachers to have 100,000 of them out there, and then he's going to try to control the curriculum. Not a bad idea when you got a, a Democrat, how, maybe. How, how's he going to do that? 
simple. How's he going to control the curriculum? Where are you coming up with this? Or are you okay, smoking some bad weed? Did you well, just uh, no. make Think a purchase over here in our he neighborhood? He gave us 100,000 cops. He gave us a bunch of highway money. And yes, so in other words, if we have more teachers, that's a certain way. Okay, thank you. Thanks for the good news. Okay, we have an open line at Broward. So, in other words, uh, Bill Clinton's the bad guy because he wants 100,000 more teachers. There you go. Oh. Thank you. God bless you, sir. 56705. Oh, he made a lot of sense, didn't he? No. And the uh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. What is that man talking about? I think this guy's been uh, hanging out with too many brown shirts, if you ask me. Hey, I'll tell you the definition of the word. I know how to do a talk show. Well, congratulations. Get a life. <laughs> A greasy little Guido's talking to a wise guy fella. Said I went to bed with two girls at Bella Bishidella. Turns out it was your mother and your younger sister Stella. Hey, Bafangula. Driving down the highway in my Iraq with my honey. Well, I saw a school cop asked her to who owed me money. So I blew his tires with my Smith and Wesson gunny. Hey, Bafangula. Bafangula, Bafangula, Bafangula. La Costa Nostra is the only family for me. Bafangula, Bafangula, Bafangula. Like I'm poor Don Corleone and John Gotti. You will find the business very busy. Down in Vegas and as far as New York City. In New Jersey, it's not hard to find us. In fact, they don't really seem to mind us. Remember Jimmy Hopper, all the money that he spent? And the bastard never paid us back, we didn't see a cent. Now he's working for the Meadowlands, holding up some man. Hey, Bafangula. Bafangula, Bafangula, Bafangula. Bafangula, Bafangula, Bafangula. Bafangula, Bafangula, Bafangula. Hey, Bafangula. 1216 at 560 WQM. Have we had one woman call the show today? No. Not a one. Not a single stinking solitary one. A young one, an old one, a decrepit, miserable, dying one, a prune one. Not one. Nada. zippity doo We're talking today about what's your favorite Motown record. We haven't had one woman call the show today. We got two open lines in Dade. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. If we had one Puerto Rican call the show today. No. If we had one Chinese guy call the show today. No. If we had a Polak call the show today. No. See what I'm talking about? You gotta fight with him. You gotta beat him over the head. You gotta stick him in the ribs. You gotta kick him in the. Wreck him. That's what you do in this town, day after day after day. Yeah, and, and and you're talking about not doing drugs. I should start doing drugs. Every day before I come in here, about eight thirty in the morning, I should get up and start doing some kind of guy. I should be on speed every day. That's what I should be on. I'm serious. I should start getting all hopped up on speed. Good for your diet too, by the way, until you croak. That's what I ought to do. Get worked up to a frenzy. I should, I should start taking helium line like I used to. Like Geldy. Talking like that bitch up there in Georgia yesterday with a Virgin Mary. And the Virgin Mary says, be sure and do this and wipe clean. Or whatever the hell she was talking about. Man, oh man, is Shevitz. Oh, here's the guy with the eyes. Hello, Neil. Yes? What's up, Neil? Got a very scary story about Jeb Bush. Yeah. I, I went to the game, the uh, FSU game, and he's... I can't hear you. You're fading out. Is it a cheap phone? Yeah, um, sort of. Uh, I'm, did you hear the part about Jeb Bush? About what? Yeah, I ran into him and I went up and pretended like I was one of those uh, 
right-wing religious fanatics. Yeah. And I asked him, you know, if he's going to get rid of uh, adult clubs and pornography. And, of course, he came back and he said, yeah, I'm going to do everything in my power to get rid of every one of them. There you go. All the adult clubs. And, uh, and basically I said, well, why don't you put that in your speeches? I'm sure you'll get a lot of votes. And he gave me a real funny look. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Let's hear it for the guy with the eyes. Okay, get a new phone, Ken. See, he's not that bad. And look. You, if I accomplish oh, nothing I else, I can't get anybody to watch the goddamn TV show. But I'm, I'm uh, reforming this guy. This guy got in with the wrong crowd. That's all. He's not a bad guy. He got in with the wrong crowd. He got in with a Gilbert <laughs> and a Ken Block with a shilly a speech defect. That's what he got in with. And I've reformed him single-handedly on Yom Kippur. He had some kind of enlightenment. He woke up and said, "Oh God!" Fernando, like uh, you know, we need callers on this show desperately. I'm sitting here dying the last three weeks. I see my whole life flashing before my eyes. The market's gone into crapper. I used to be worth about $45 billion. Now I can't get two nickels to rub together because the market's gone into crapper. The world markets are going to hell in a handbasket, and those Japs over there, oh, well, they finally did something. Yeah, great. Congratulations. We should make them another offer they can't refuse. We should, you know, Clinton ought to just pick up the bat phone, get on there with that damn Japanese prime minister, whichever one they got in there this week, and say, hey, by the way, remember Nagasaki and Hiroshima? Click. That's all. You'd see those little slanty-eyed bastards running around like a son of a bitch getting all that banking problem, all those uh, phony baloney loans and all that bull crap straightened out in a hurry. I'll guarantee you that right now. Call again about an hour later. Hey. Does this uh, ring a bell? Mushroom cloud? Click? There you go. Straighten those little bastards out in a, in a heartbeat. No wonder Bush was puking over there on that sushi when he went over there. He knew something was in the wind. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. May I ask you a question? Go ask away. Okay. I'm going to Italy in uh, about a month or so. Yeah. And, uh, I just want you to feel very comforted and know that there's no mafia in Italy, okay? It's just a communist plot. There's no okay. such thing. It's just no a problem. bigoted anti-Dago plot. I got you. But basically, what do you suggest? Um, Alitalia, America. Do I say which airline? Yeah. Oh, Alitalia. Uh, and and Alitalia and a new phone would be good. They got good phones on Alitalia, too, by the way. Call us from that one. What happened to the quality of our phones here? And by the way, just uh, some, there's something going on with these phones, baby. All of a sudden, Broward, just as that happened, a whole Broward bank got cut off there. Somebody's diddling with our phone. Is there anybody? Let me ask you this question. Do we have a program director on this radio station anymore? Does anybody know? Anybody seen him? No. no. Do we have a sales manager who's involved with us in our center one thing? No. Who's helping set up these appearances and uh, helping make this thing a success? No. I mean, it's one thing to just uh, put this whole uh, operation on automatic pilot and just turn it loose. But it's another thing to have a little bit of a commitment and a little bit of involvement and a little bit of assistance, which I don't see anything going on in this joint here at QAM. Absolutely, positively unbelievable. God only knows what the hell these people are doing in their spare time, except maybe each other, I think, is what's going on. Two open lines at Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, Neil? sir. Hi. Um, I got two things. Um, with all this um, controversy with the media, uh, with uh, Ken Starr and the Clinton thing, can you imagine the media of today investigating the assassination of Kennedy? Mm -hmm. We would have found out who uh, who actually did uh, did Kennedy in. Oh yeah, we would have found out it was Jack Spratt, right? 
They would have probably told us Walter Cronkite did it. Get out of here, sir. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560 in Pound 560 on a mobile one line. I thought he was going to say, can you imagine the media of today investigating JFK's sex life? That would have been the interesting part. As if it was anybody's business. Oh, here's Judith Campbell Exner. Here's Marilyn Monroe. Here's a bunch of hookers. See, like I've told you before, at least the Kennedys, they brought professionals in. They brought professional sluts in. Not some starry-eyed, crazy young bitch like this Monica slut with her presidential knee pads. That was the mistake. Not getting a few good blowjobs on the side or even mediocre ones. That wasn't the mistake. The mistake was messing around with an unknown quantity and getting some starry-eyed bitch who was in love with the president and all this other baloney. Who was just a puppet of this Lucien Goldberg and Linda Tripp and Kenneth Starr and all these other right-wing Nazi bastards. Turn on Geraldo there on uh, CNBC late at night if you can stay up that late. He's the one that's right on top of this crap. He had a great show last night. I got up in the middle of the night to see if the Leafs won last night, which they did, by the way. Oh! See the final score? And I flipped over to CNBC, and there was Geraldo. He's going down this whole list of things. Uh, just uh, what a scandal is going on here. Is the media talking about this stuff? No. Of course not. They knew days ahead of time, before he was authorized, before Janarino authorized him to extend his investigation, because they had come to a total dead end and all the other uh, whitewater crap. And he got a tip from this one, who got a tip from that one. All these right-wing lawyers, right on down the line, from Lucien Goldberg and Paula Jones' lawyers, right to Kenneth Starr. And they're the ones that hooked him up with Linda Tripp. Days before he was authorized to even begin an investigation, and they thought, oh, great, now we've got something to sink our goddamn right-wing teeth into. But does the mainstream media want to tell you about this? No. Of course not. Here's a mobile in the gables. Hello. Hello, Neil? Yes. How you doing, Neil? I'm okay. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm a big fan. I mean, I don't know why you don't get a lot of uh, ratings on the TV show, but I, I personally, I enjoy it. That TV show is a cancer of my life. I was doing great here until that TV show started. I came over to this station. We were kicking big, fat, bloody ass on this radio station. That TV show started, and since then, I've become the laughing stock of the universe. Let me ask you, being associated with that piece of turd. I see, like, I had a view on it because maybe I thought the reason why uh, a show that has that format on TV, maybe that's why the Howard Stern on the TV isn't doing that well either up against Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but, Howard, but Howard has a visual show. He's got all these uh, all this no, stuff he, going he, on there. But, but the, what I'm saying is when you try to put a radio show, televise it, do you think it sort of loses something on the TV? Yeah, un unless you do something visual in there. Yeah, but he's not and, and doing it, that much it, visual. But, huh? He's not doing that much visual. I mean, he's getting terrible ratings up against Saturday Night Live. I mean, Saturday Night Live is killing him. Yeah. So, I mean, well, that... But you've got to understand, all they're, all they're doing, Howard isn't doing a separate show, you know this. All they're yeah. doing is televising clips from the radio show. People exactly. have already heard it. Hmm. Once they hear it the first time, why would you want to sit and watch through it again when you know what's going to happen? But, but like I said, in his case, though, at least you see the visual stuff that's going on in the back. He had some uh, naked chick on here the other night, and this guy that's dying of lupus, eating uh, M&Ms and candy off of her ass, you know. <laughs> well, there, at least it's something visual, okay? So at least he's getting somebody watching. Listen, Neil, I got With my help. show, there has been absolutely zero commitment, none, not one single solitary dime into enhancing it with anything visual. And they knew when they came in here. I don't, I don't even have room for a guest in here. They knew this wasn't a show like Howard does, where we have all kinds of sight gags and stuff going on in here. We couldn't even squeeze out Goldstein in here with a crowbar. He's so big. Much less put him in a chair and feed him lunch and put him on the ear. I mean, that's a good point, Neil. Listen, I just want to leave you with one thing. Uh, why do you think Jewish women like circumcised penises? Yeah. 
because they want twenty percent off of everything. Off the top, okay, thanks. Not bad. We have an open line at date five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Oi! There you go. Another Julio giving us a, a dissertation on Jews. What do the Julios know about Jews? Do they know a circumcised penis when they see one of those Julios? Uh -huh. I think they do. There's nothing like a circumcised Julio. I'll tell you that right now. 26 afternoon at 560 W. More magical Motown right on the edge of it. 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. We got Hank from Shula Stake 2 from 2 to 5. We got the Padres and the Braves at uh, 5 o'clock this afternoon. Game number 6. Here's a lady in Hollywood. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Neil, I have a question for you. I was watching uh, that, that show at the uh, Whammy last night. Yeah, you're the one? Yeah, I'm the one, sorry. And that the bald-headed guy says, uh, you, he used a word I've never heard of, and I, I have a pretty decent vocabulary. Maybe you could help me. Yeah. What does the word unexpurgated mean? I looked it up. Unexpurgated. Unexpurgated, I'm sorry. What, what does that word mean? I looked it up. It means that it wasn't censored. Okay. No. It's, it's in no dictionary. Yeah. So I'm just curious as to why it went. How did you know what, what it meant? It's in the dictionary. It is. I looked in Webster's. I looked in uh, the World History Dictionary. I looked in all kinds of dictionaries. Yeah. Okay, well then... Well, maybe there is no such word as unexpurgated. Maybe it's just expert. Maybe the hell he made it up. I, I don't know. He's from Israel. What do you expect? I couldn't find under What do you expect from a geek like him? I just wonder why he would talk to your audience with words like that. Why would he talk to my audience in the first place? That's the question. What was he doing on there in the first place? That was totally inappropriate. Like, he, like he's going to be on there to debate me, even though my show was on tape. He's going to come on there and debate me and set up this whole uh, premise about how I'm ripping him an ass, but uh, I'm entitled and he wishes me a great life or some crap like that. I'm going to tell you, this whammy experience, this is the biggest mistake, and I made lots of mistakes over these years. The biggest mistake of my career was getting involved with that piece of turd. I'll tell you that right now. It has been a source of tremendous, nothing but grief. There is nobody watching it. I can't get any support for it. I go through this whole big song and a dance for days about this uh, silly postcard thing with the joints on it. And, and, and I come in this morning, it's like, uh, who cares? Nobody saw it. Nobody knows from it. Nobody wants to know from that place. They're running. If you say whammy, they run like you got uh, Barry Berry or something. Well, you're too good for them, Neil. Have a great day. You too. It's an expurgated, though. What did she say? Unexpurgated. He wants to show us how brilliant he is, this Maddie Lesham. Okay, anybody believe it? <laughs> yeah, he's brilliant. He's a genius. He's a bald-headed geek. Now, I was talking to somebody in the uh, who's it works in the television industry. I said, "You ever hear this guy, Maddie Lesham?" And they said, "He's stupid." And I said, "Oh, that's the same guy." We have an open line at Dade One at Broward five six seven oh five sixty in Pompa. I'm serious. It's just eating my guts out. What was the point of all of this, George? You and your good friend Marvin Raw Man that I was trying. You remember those days I was trying yeah. desperately to ignore all of this, and every yeah. time you'd mention it, I would walk away because I knew, I just knew. Every time somebody promises you a sow's ear with a, a million dollars in her, however the old saying goes, it turns out to be an empty goat's ass or a purse or something like that. And I kept walking away. Don't bother. Don't care. Don't bother. Unbelievable. These people in this radio, we don't have anybody left in the radio audience because just like, Bo and when Boca Brian is sharp enough to figure it out, then I got real problems if I'm that stupid. I mean, with all due apologies to Brian, he's a bright guy, he's creative, he's depressing, he's got bad shoe black on his hair, but nonetheless, when he has to start giving me lessons, this is the guy that used to walk around watching Rick Riley uh, running around the house in his underwear while he mowed his lawn. That's right. He said, the more I see him, the more I can't stand him. That's what he used to say. 
And this guy says, that is killing you, baby. That's the end of your life, the end of your career. And we watched it happen right here in front of my eyes, right on this phone. We've watched the law of diminishing return here. My audience has vanished. They've run. I had them build up to a fever frenzy with a fish food. With whatever we were doing on this show, even though it doesn't please Danny up there, it is Carolina Mountain Water. And by the way, I prefer Soleil because it's great and it's from Italy and I get it free. How do you like that, Danny D? I wonder what the D stands for, huh? <laughs> and I got sucked into this deal in Marvin Rawman, who quite frankly, if I ever see him again, it will be much too soon. No matter when it is, if it's a hundred years from now, it'll still be much too soon. A guy who sandbagged, he was producing my show, he was sandbagging me right on the ear. And you've got the chutzpah to bring that asshole in here. Marvin, the raw man, who's producing the Defoe show on here. Is, is there a TV station in this market that Defoe doesn't have a show on? No. The dog track, the uh, the horse track, the uh, the, the, the uh, tennis thing, the and more power to him, okay? He's got to have 48 jobs to make a living, but I understand. We all got to scratch our way through somehow. Got to keep that wife happy. What are you laughing about? What are you smiling and smirking? I mean, it costs a lot of money to keep your wife happy sometime. That's what I hear. And I got sucked into this, and I apologized to myself. That's why I apologize. Nobody else, I apologized to me that I got sucked into a bunch of Bush League horse crap with an operation that's the, the, the embarrassment. Even in Siberia, where they don't even have television, they're laughing at that, that thing. If you forget about unexpurgated, just look up the word whammy. In the dictionary, okay? W-H-A-M-M-Y. And that's what I gave myself when I got involved with this piece of turd. And the proof is in the pudding, baby. I'll come in. If we had anybody from this audience watching that show, in spite of these people who like... Remember all the people who had the Nielsen meters hooked up allegedly? Did that help? No. Was it true? No. They're full of crap. I think they got a Nielsen meter stuck inside their... Rectum. That's where they got a Nielsen meter. Oh, yeah. We're going to turn it on and leave it on. Yeah, right. It sucks. It blows. It's a piece of crap. If that bald-headed geek over there has got any brains, he'd take that thing off immediately, if not sooner. But we'll continue to take the money every week, thank you, just out of aggravation's sake, what they've done to me. 175 years I've invested in this goddamn business, and one Israeli puts, it right, right, puts me right out of business. One Israeli and a goddamn uh, former producer who couldn't get out of bed at 10 o'clock in the morning to come in and produce the show on time. Not a show in the morning at 6 o'clock, but a show that started 10 o'clock in the morning, and this guy couldn't show up on time. And when he did finally show up, he sandbagged the show. Un-freaking-believable. Because you've got delusions of grandeur. Take a look around you here, George. Take a look at your surroundings. Take a look for Luann. Take a look at Sam the Sham. Look at the tremendous commitment they've made to assist us on this radio show. All we got is a log with a bunch of spots on it. That's all we got. Do we ever see any? Greg Reed comes down here and smoozes around for about 30 seconds and tells me, he tells me he's working on budgets and looks at you and laughs because he knows you still don't have that bonus yet. And that's it. It's called life in a vacuum. That's what we've deteriorated into here at QAM. Life in a goddamn total vacuum. You can't even find oxygen to breathe in here anymore. And you got delusions we're going to do a goddamn television show? How about first we worry about doing a radio show? How about we worry about doing our Center One campaign? That because we have no promotions department that really does any work except being involved in the family, 
We got poor Carol over there at Center One making 75,000 phone calls to borders. This is the most disorganized year. We've been doing this for, what, about 100 years I've been doing these fundraisers? And there have been, like, little problems along the way, like when Camilla's house decided they didn't, want, they didn't like that, that Dolphins poster because it was too controversial for them. And they became too good for us. So we said, screw you. We'll raise money for somebody that appreciates it and needs it and isn't going to be so picky about what we uh, sell to raise the money. So we've had little contretemps along the way, but never anything like this. Where we're just kind of like floating along, uh, waiting for an answer. Anybody know anything about what's going on there at Borders? The no. other four stores? Do we have a total? No. Do, we, do we have any uh, dates set up in Broward to do an appearance? No. That I'm willing to do, and I do them all for free, by the way? Do we have any of them set up? No. Of course not. Because do we ever see Luann except like passing ships at night in the hallway when somebody's waiting to get on that broken down elevator down the hall? That six people got stuck in for an hour last week, by the way? This isn't a goddamn radio station, and you're and you're worried about television. We can't even do radio. And you're worried about television. Another seven years of my life. I just counted right there while I'm talking. Seven years of my life vanished. What the hell would be a number I heard today, right? goes to show if you open up enough of those cartons, sooner or later, Tracy sends you something good. After about the first 500 crappy cartons of uh, garbage that nobody would want. Oh! Nice going, sweetheart. Eight minutes after one at 560, all music radio, WQAM. What are they screaming in the hallway out here? Are they having like a convention of assholes out here in the hallway? Uh-huh. Screaming and yelling and carrying on and gnashing of teeth in the hallway. Listen to that. Apparently, there's a Jesuit school taking a tour out there right now. They they want you. They want to meet you. They say they're really big fans. A Jesuit school? A bunch of Jesus freaks? What are you talking about? What are they wearing? Are they like wearing monk outfits or what? Ties and white shirts. Burlap sacks? I guess I'll find out. Tell you one thing, there's sure a noisy bunch of Jesuits out there in the hallway, goddammit. A.M. There's no facts in, in the church. I made people laugh and Father Knows Best. Now, this great series is back, starring a few Catholic priests who like it young in the return of Father Knows Best. Step into the confessional, Billy. I don't know, Father. This makes the 47th time I've been in there this week. Oh, Billy, you want to be a good Catholic, don't you? Yeah, but does everybody get a spanking? <laughs> Father Knows Best. It's the Vatican's best-kept secret. And you've got a private seat for all the fun. Just enter the rectory from the rear. All right, Billy boy. It's time for your flute lesson. But, Father, your flute has only one hole, and it doesn't make any noise. Oh, it will, Billy. It will. <laughs> Father Knows Best. Once you've seen this new sitcom, you'll wonder why you've never heard about it. Let me introduce you to St. Peter. Father Knows Best. Going to church may not seem very entertaining, but there really is something funny going on here. Now, yesterday up there at that, uh, those crazy people in Conyers, Georgia, wasn't that one of the things that the uh, Virgin Mary said, that everybody should pick a uh, saint? Pick out a saint that you like. Now, how come all the priests picked St. Peter yesterday? What was that all about? So we have a group of uh, fine, upstanding young men who've been brainwashed, unfortunately, but they'll, they'll work their way out of it, hopefully. From, uh, what is it, Berlin? Berlin. How do, you, how do you be saying that? They're from Berlin? From Berlin uh, Jesuit School. Now, are you guys going to be priests? 
This wasn't any of their ideas, they just told me. What do you mean that? Their parents all made them go. To that school and they hate it like poison because all the priests are a bunch of fags. Now, they didn't say that. I'm just saying that myself. I don't want to get any of these guys in trouble. We don't have any names. We got eight young guys, and they're all dressed up in uh, the same, by the way. Do they make you dress like that? Of course, like, what a stupid question that is. They're all dressed up like in little uniforms, like a good bunch of goose-stepping, obedient Catholics. That's fantastic. And the one guy told me that the Father O'Toole here, when every time he goes to confession, he does hear those strange thumping sounds on the other side of the confessional. It's just a loose board or something. We know that. Great. Well, welcome to the real world, what life is really all about, because we know... There's no facts in, in the church. Here's a Lantana. Hello. Neil, God. Yes, sir. How you doing today? We got a bunch of uh, kids from Jesuit school in here, sir. Do you think they can get a good education here? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I, I listen to you every day. Um, I'm on the road. I'm in the beer business, and uh, today's my day off, so it's the only time I get to call in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't do too much of that anyways. But uh, did you watch the Leafs game last night? Where was I going to watch that? Huh? Where was I going to see that? They don't have it on... Uh... It was supposed to be on a small dish, but it was not. It was on a big dish the second period.